This episode has been brought to you by NMA Fitness. Check them out online for your equestrian fitness training needs. Find out all about diet and exercise and how this can help you and your horse. Improve your riding today and check out LMA Fitness. Hello, baby. Welcome to episode 15 of the Horse Feed UK podcast. Thank you for joining us for this fortnight's show. We're really pleased to be bringing you a slightly different format this time. You're going to be effectively eavesdropping on my EFT session with Kerry Campbell from the Equine Consulting Clinic. I was struggling at the time with my own confidence and a little bit of anxiety and this session definitely helped me and we hope that you get a little bit of something from it. We're going to be back next fortnight with our usual format including our rider reviews and rider rants. As always, we really want you to take part so do get us on Instagram, Facebook or at the website The Horse Feed UK and send us your rider reviews and rants. You can record them and send them across on WhatsApp or you can email them and we will read them out. Enjoy this episode and we'll speak to you soon. So we're back this fortnight with episode 15 of The Horse Feed UK. As always we're kicking off with a little bit of an update from myself and Amy. Amy's going to lead because I don't get up to that much, really. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> what have you been up to, Amy? Good, yeah. My show season's pretty much wound down and finished now, so I've gone all out because I hate seeing an empty diary. <laughs> <laughs> and I've booked a load of clinics yeah. with Caddy, More Than Harmony. So we're working on our jumping, get out ready for the... Well, want to try and do some affiliated novice working hunters with her next year. Well, the way she's been jumping on the other clinics that you've recently been to, one of which... The photo is um, in the sort of VT for, for this episode. She's jumping amazingly well. You should be so proud. Yeah, she was doing nearly 80. And I am a wuss. So we went to Bald Heath. And I was originally meant to take Harmony. But on the Chester Zoo ride that we did, she managed to cut her leg open. That was it, yeah. So didn't, there was literally like three days in between. So I really didn't want to push it. It was a good, not a bad wound by stretch no, of imagination. Really nice, yeah, it? yeah, but I just didn't want to push my luck, so put caddy onto it. Spoke to Penny Pleasant, who was running the course, and was yeah. like, "I can still come, but I can bring this one." She's like, "Don't worry, we'll look after you." And then Bold Heath put up some pictures because it was the arena event in course, and I'm like, "Oh my god, they look huge! I'm <laughs> never going to jump anything. Maybe that one is a pole on the ground because I'm still a bit of a wuss." So yeah, we went. It was great. There's two others on the lesson all working at kind of different abilities but Penny's really good at making it work that, so yeah. that you don't feel like you're pulling other people back or you're getting left behind you work it as a group so yeah we jumped a couple of little ones to warm up jumped this other one and she whacks it up and I'm like oh that was really big she's like oh, you'll be fine you'll be fine I'm like no I only need to jump 65. Oh, it's only like 65. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so we went back at the end and measured some of the bigger ones and she was jumping nearly 80. Wow. Which is one of the girls pointed out is just a fat pole off 80. <laughs> yeah, yeah. slight of fat pole. So, and other than that, I've not really done much with the girls. I've been doing more grid work at home, getting my poles out, just some simple exercises, especially with Caddy because she's very very compact and a bit chubby around the middle we need to get her working (laughs) through her belly and bending round so that's really helped her to start stepping through but she's so tight at the minute in her chest and her hamstrings as well 
God bless you. are going to get your um, back person out, aren't you? Let's have a look. Yeah, because I'm religiously, every three months, Lexi comes out and does both the girls. Yeah. And they're always, nothing wrong with them, but feeling it in places. Yeah. So Carrie's had quite a busy few months, and I think because she is only five, and she's, you can tell with her, she's at that stage where she's about to change shape again, hopefully fill out a bit more in front when her belly doesn't look quite <laughs> as protruding, then she does get really, really tight in her chest. And you notice when you put your rug on and you just run her hands between your front legs and she nearly takes your face off, you know. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. Yeah. No, Give you a bit of a rub. Just sensible, like we all do for working hard. And you need a bit of a massage and just, yeah, set your back, isn't it? Yeah. Get us ready for winter. Going to try and do some hunting with Harmony because the oh. hunting's still in full force. Goodness. Covid's me. not stopped that one. You're so brave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd do it on Harmony. I'm not about to start head chopping yet, <laughs> but the the more ride type style hunting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My right, dad would never forgive me if I damaged his princess. I can fall off and die in a ditch, but not the pony. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So, have we any news? What's going on, sort of, in the equestrian community and the showing world and riding clubs and things like that? The COVID still got an impact but I think the adaptions that people have made are working really really well we went to Aintree a few weeks ago and oh my god like hats off they are proper on the ball and they're running one of their big show jumping competitions that's been going on that's this week so and weekend good. It's good to hear. yeah yeah uh, the dressage have been doing quite a lot there's been a few BD events BSPS Heritage Championships has got, had their summer chance for the platids and everything and it's the heritage this weekend right okay so what does heritage mean sorry you're mountain moorlands right you're british native breeds <laughs> no no and that doesn't mean you grow out his mane and show him as a hairy <laughs> no we saw the video the photo rather from when he had a mane and i was like no that's put all ideas of that to bed thank god <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you've got to look at your horse and think is it isn't it, it and it's neither well then you've got to be asking yourself the question <laughs> why are you entering that class if it doesn't fit it so yeah um so that's on the vhs that we touched on the other week that was on that looked fantastic so supreme products were actually doing a shout out asking if you've been and you'd use their products you want to see some photos oh, oh, yeah. that's a nice no, little thing nice. to yeah. get out uh, ncpa tagging tag supreme there guys if yeah been. ncpa would do, they asked for photos over lockdown of people they're there because they have a board there every year the northern counties pony association and they have the year on it and people pose and get the picture taken with the rosettes and everything right. so i've got one from 1997 with grandy so they've asked for old ones then, old ones they were the old board. ones oh, right. yeah okay. so right i want to see this photo of grandy you know it's going to go on the podcast so like you've, you've seen it i think I mean, it's me looking used. teeny tiny yeah. stood there with grandy <laughs> i sat on grandy uh, from a long long time ago showing my age I'm not that old, but still, it feels like a long time ago, especially yeah, nice. still running around the field and won't be caught. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's not really much to report. Um, BRC have cancelled some of their events. Not 100% sure why. Right. Because the, event, the, the venue is still holding events mm. after the date when it was meant to go ahead. We at the riding club where I'm on the committee, we've set our dates for next year, so we're going to be looking at judges and qualifiers. I do think a lot of the non-agricultural style shows will probably be able to go ahead because it's outdoor sports, but they will still be changed in place yeah. next year. So we we're again, what, what we said, where they're not reliant on the trade stands and the admissions like at a county show, yeah. then hopefully, fingers crossed, things will... Hopefully, yeah. 
Right, so we're, we're really hoping for that then. Yeah, we were looking at potentially doing pre-entries only because that seems to be working well everywhere else. Yeah. Taking away minimising cash handling and payments on the day and things. Plus then you can stagger the classes a little bit more, doing more not before times. Then you've not got people hanging around. Yeah. That seems to be working really, really well in other places. So it's been good for me to go out and see what other people are doing, see what is and isn't working. Then you can feed it back to your own club. Yeah, yeah. of course. So where all systems go? Good. Good, that's the relief, I think, and you know, yeah. to know that riding clubs have been so sort of proactive and they are intended on having a season next year because I think the worry is with everybody that thought of this year repeating again. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, and I think a lot of people have appreciated that like, you have, you've used it, you've put it to really good use. Like, look, if our caddy specialist come on with yeah. using the training, you know, how well and how prepared you will be next season, but like another. The same again would be a little bit... Uh, I was absolutely gutted when the show season... When it became apparent that there was going to be no show season of any real... No, I got the whole year planned out because I'm obsessive like that. And it was meant to be Harmony's first proper Hoys qualifying season. That went out the window, so it made me take a step back and look at Caddy, who was five. And yes, yeah, she could walk track canter extend. She got the right canter lead. She was mm. balanced. She was moving forward. But there was still a lot of bits to work on she was still very green yeah and she still is green when we go out to events because she's, well, she's a little so stressed much better yes. so much better and to do that you have done the shows but you've done a lot of clinics as well but imagine yeah. like to have that sort of pressure in show after show in the, that it's just it, no i think it's worked really well for you definitely but then yeah. you've used the time wisely as well yeah and we've not just done shows in clinics we've been out on rides fun rides and all sorts of stuff which to be honest is what harmony prefers yeah, so that's, yeah, she gets so bored just going around in circles. So we've not really touched much on her school. We've done a little bit of jumping, went to the camps and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we're planning camp for next year. And really, this year, no, next year, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it just yeah. feels like it's coming so soon because we're aiming for summer for camp. Yeah. August. Yeah. Yay. Right, okay. Why are you, why are you doing yay? <laughs> yay! Yes. We've got we've got the interview later with you and your nerves, so come on. <laughs> what do you mean, I'm yay? Cured, I'm cured. I'm cured. Of, um, yeah, that that it's um yeah the interviewing today. Just a bit of a heads up, guys. Um, so it's from a few weeks ago. So yeah. you know when things have changed and moved on a little bit since then, and my confidence has most definitely improved. Um, but yeah, it was when I was struggling a little bit with my confidence, and I I think it's still really pertinent and relevant anyway because I think yeah. Everybody, maybe apart from you, Amy. But no, you're yeah. even new to the jumping. I know, yeah. you know, you were new to the jumping sort of last year or so. Um, but I think it's something like nerves and a bit of anxiety, whether it's horses, whether it's in everyday life, I think it's something that everybody copes with or has to manage at some yeah. point. So I, I booked in an EFT session, Emotional Freedom Technique. Right, okay. Yeah, Emotional Freedom Technique therapy session with Kerry Campbell from the Equine Consulting Clinic. Um, she advertised on Facebook, she's really good, um, I sort of reached out to her and I thought, right, it, I think double-edged it will help me and I'll record it for the show. To be honest, like I said, it was recorded a little while ago, but I think almost because it was so personal, yeah. it, it was quite, emo you know, that was how I was feeling at the time. We recorded it and then I didn't listen back for quite a while. We had about, I recorded the whole session and we had about an hour and 20 minutes. That's not the whole session because we were chatting and stuff in between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I only revisited it when we started out in for the show and then I re-listened again. It was helpful. It was helpful re-listening and it was, yeah, and I'm definitely in a position, in a much better position now and that I could listen back and that it's not, none of the feelings, none of the emotions are attached to it. But yeah, I did sort of back off a little bit because it was a little bit personal. But no, I feel much, like I say, much more confident now and, and much more happy to share it with everybody. Yeah, because things with you and Cyril have moved on because last time I think when we 
broadcasted, you were he was still in Scotland. Yes. So you've been up there working with him yeah. and now he's back. Yes, yes. He's back for good. He's back for good. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. He's back. He's back for good. And we're now we're now yard buddies, mate. We are. After so long to Finally. Be... Finally. It got to the point where I did turn around and say, next time as a stable mate, I'm just boxing up your horse, you'll rock up and he's not gonna be there. Because <laughs> there's been a few times over the years that I've wanted to move on to the Abra and keep her horses, but there's just never been vacancies or at the time I've been really happy yeah. and very settled. Um, whereas it just timed itself nicely, didn't it, for, for Scotland and then yeah. yeah, coming here. So no, that should be good. I'm dying. We need to do stuff with a YouTube channel, friend. Hmm. I feel like we could do like a yard YouTube channel. Do you? you know that I'm here all the time. I could get loads of footage. Like, obviously, I got away with myself in my own mind last night, and I was um I was watching Strictly no Baby Ballroom. <laughs> But I was thinking, God, wouldn't it be great to like do a show of the yard and to like have all the drama? Oh, and me as like, a pushy equestrian mum. Set up like a little <laughs> camera or something so everybody can go and have a rant probably about the pushy equestrian mum, Amy. Uh, when we want, and then like we'll, we'll film it. But obviously, I have got a life. Look, I'm sorry, I put my foot up your proverbial backside. <laughs> well, I moved on the yard. That's why I've moved on. So no. Yeah, I'm even if you do me. get lost. Don't, I know. Very Don't ever ask hello, her for directions. Hello, how are you? Are you gonna... Just a bit. We're on the podcast. Are you going to say hello? <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it in. Colette's just come to the yard. She she listens, but she won't speak on. No. We might get a ruffle of the rug. She does go around the corner with them. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to amplify that bit just to prove she's here. She brought us cake. Amazing cake as well. That yeah. was like the best cake ever seen. It's, yeah, I'm living my best life now. I said that. So, hello? Yeah. So Get you on the brew rotor. I feel like I'm already on the. I feel like I was already on the brew rotor. You spent enough time here. I know I wasn't a guest. I never got brews made in the end. You're not a guest. No, definitely a pest. Yeah. So yeah. So I hope that you enjoy this this interview with Kerry. Like I say, you're listening in on my session um, with Kerry. I paid for the session. This wasn't like a freebie for for anything for the podcast. It was something that I genuinely wanted to do. Um, have a listen, do get in touch with you if you think it will give you any help. Um, I hope that you enjoy it and I hope that you get sort of even a little bit out of it than what I did. But yeah, um, Amy will probably roll her eyes when she listens. No. But uh, no, I think it was, I was quite honest and, you know, I think... Um, I'm open-minded enough to know that people, different things work for different yes. people. And if you feel, feel like you're hitting that brick wall at some point, anything is worth a try. Yes, and that's pretty much, yeah, where, where how I get into the EFT, you know, I yeah. think a lot of people would. So, yeah. So, enjoy the interview with Kerry, guys. Um, check out the Equine Consultant on Facebook and we will speak to you next fortnight. Yeah, we will. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, hello. Hi, Sam. How did you start off? Me, getting involved with this? Mm. Oh, my God. Where should I start? I started um, very quickly with magnetic therapy ah. uh, 20 years ago. Um, and I was one of the first people to be selling magnetic rugs and boots, etc. Et Had a huge shop on eBay. Um which is still there now, but with nothing in it, obviously. Um, but I just started off doing magnets, um, then went into supplements. Then, long story short, my son got um, poorly, met someone that does hair analysis. So she did hair analysis. Oh, you do that, yeah. yeah and, then, and then I ended up doing hair analysis for horses. Um, so that's really a really useful tool for helping with horses. What does that, how does that work? Um, it basically, it will identify um the imbalances in the horse so look you can look through the whole body um look for any deficiencies which is really important definitely um, because a lot of deficiencies lead to 
physical illness. 100%. Uh, and also can go through all organs, um, vertebrae, because horses, as well as humans, actually hold a lot of emotion uh, in the vertebrae. Right. Um, and um, so, yeah, so again, like you know, for the horses, you need to clear some of their emotional, mental garbage mm-hmm. sometimes so um we can do that with flower essences or um i can actually do it sounds really weird when i say this but i can do eft for horses as well oh wow <laughs> so um so yeah so it, it's just really good i mean it has i think that's a whole show itself it's much better if you know what you should be feeding Absolutely. for isn't it as opposed to just chucking everything at them so yeah i think i need to get on that and do that hey do I get, is there a kit or anything that you send off for? Uh, no, people that? just send me hair. They just send me a piece oh, of right. my mane or tail. And I just, right, work, okay. yeah, I just work from, from the, the mane and, and tail, basically. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it's good. It's a good tool. It's a good tool. And um, so, yeah, and that, that's what I do, really. It's like hair analysis, EFT. Um, but I, I got involved with EFT because of me, you know. I, I was in a bad place uh, as we all go through these ups and downs. And um, I had a, like an hour session um, with the woman actually that trained me to do hair analysis. Right. I could not believe how I felt afterwards. It just felt so much better. Um, yeah. And I was, I was kind of hooked. So I just knew I wanted to do it. That was it. That was, then I just went and found courses and advanced courses and um then it's just a case of get out there and do it you know and i think like when you're so passionate about something and you believe in something and like you did you came from it from like discovering it yourself and then there's like a genuine want to help other people and share it with other people that'll be why you're a success and then and i am really passionate because i know it works and and i'm being horsey myself you know we've got a horse and a pony and you know i absolutely love them to bits and i know how important it is for people to have that connection and with their horses and yeah. you know be able to ride without fear i mean that's what's that's nothing worse is there you've got a horse it's, you're... it's the enjoyment out of it doesn't it oh, if you're scared. absolutely absolutely yeah. okie dokie so i think oh excuse me um what we'll do is we'll start and find out what's going on, yeah, with you. Okay. Um, and then we'll sort of go sort of find out what's happening now and then have a little look back in the past and see what's got going on there. So um, tell me what's going on with the riding at the moment. So I've got um, a new horse. He's quite young. and But even before then with my other horse, he's gone out on loan. I've been, since coming back to riding as an adult, I've been quite a little bit nervous. I think I got quite fit at one point a couple of summers ago and was feeling much more confident. So I'm going to the gym and everything, feeling really good. And um, the riding was much better and everything was going. But then I suppose maybe a lack of consistency. But then sort of like every time I'm coming to get on, it's like I get a lot of anxiety before I'm just thinking about riding. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So, for example, what's the name of your horse? Cyril. Cyril? Cyril, yeah. Oh, blessing. Okay, so Cyril. So, um, for example, the ride, is it just as you're getting on or does it sort of start the day before or when you get to the yard? When, when does it sort of start? When I get to the yard and when I've decided, made the decision that I'm going to ride. Okay. I'll get on. Yeah. So have a little think. And if I said to you, right, okay, I want you to tack up Cyril, hop on him and go into the school just do a bit of work in the school how would that make you feel anxious at the thought just 
worried what's going to happen um is he going to be all right am i going to fall off um yeah is he's going to go he's going to spook at something just every negative thought you can think every worry i lot that going through my mind on my okay. loop okay so sort of lots of what ifs mm-hmm. so um panicky as well yeah so yeah like very much so my heart rate's increased yeah like i'm very conscious of it and i have to like take big deep breaths just to try and bring it back down because i know that that's like i literally i I couldn't get on with my heart rate as high as it is so i literally had to do some breathing to sort of even get it down to get on bring it down do you feel sick or anything like that as well yeah sick with anxiety yeah like when you're really nervous yeah okay right so let's just get some ratings on this and see where we are so um anxious feeling out of 10 if we're going to give it a rating from zero to 10 so zero being not anxious and 10 being exceedingly anxious where would you pop yours at the moment eight okay and sick feeling um probably about an eight yeah okay and the worry feeling about an eight and the panicky feeling probably about a six okay and how intense is your heart rate oh an eight yeah okay and the good old what ifs how intense are they oh constant a 10 yeah okay all right so that's where we are at the moment now um riding wise fall wise have you ever had any falls yes okay what have you sort of experienced trauma wise fall wise oh nothing absolutely so i didn't i fell off once as a kid like mm-hmm. I, I fell off loads probably loads as a kid but like not that I really badly remember I remember being booked off on a field um mm-hmm. I, I was about 12 and I fell off at a riding school landed on a jump and I broke my arm and nobody sort of believed that I had a broken arm so I didn't go to the hospital and ended up spending the night at the riding school and then oh everybody God. believed me after. but to be honest since then oh and then I had a fall when I was about probably about 17 on yeah going under a bridge and I fell on my back and thought I'd win myself but nothing really serious like the fractured arm wasn't massively bad like I say I could still move my fingers not to believe it was that bad um and up until recently literally sort of a two weeks ago I hadn't actually fallen off in about mm-hmm. 10 years maybe okay. longer, 15 years um, and then you fell off two weeks ago did you yeah say? yeah okay so what happened two weeks ago um I got on several we were walking he's a young horse um he went one way I went the other way and okay. I fell off. It was at a walk. It wasn't. I wasn't injured. It didn't feel very far to fall. Oh, if anything, it was a bit like oh, because I'd almost been so panicky for about falling off. It was like, oh, it wasn't as bad. So I don't think it's yeah. made it any worse, but it's not made it any better. No, sure, okay, right. What I want to do, if that's okay with you, is just check. Um, even though you feel sort of nothing about it, that's absolutely fine. But I just want to check the fall when you were a little kid. You know when you broke your yeah. arm. Yeah. Um, and the other one where you fell off under a bridge. Mm-hmm. So just to see if there's anything going on there. Um, right. So when you're a kid, do you, do you know roughly how old you are? It doesn't matter. About twelve, eleven or twelve. Okay. And um, and what was going on? Um, we were riding. It was like a summer campy holiday, like you know, a couple of day weekend where you sleep over. Myself uh-huh. and some other girls. I think we were on a lesson. It was on a school horse called Tommy, a black and white one. It was a mm-hmm. pole, off, probably a foot off the ground. Um, mm-hmm. I think he just went to trot over it. I lost my balance. I just fell off on, and I think my arm must have just landed on the pole. It hurt. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. But I got off on, like I say. Okay. Dealt with it. Bless you. So, um, okay. So on Tommy, coming to the pole, and then 
he just fell off yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh bless dive dog have it she's a habit yeah <laughs> and um okay so um when you uh hit hit the pole uh yeah. was that painful i really don't remember you don't remember what painful. i do remember though is because mm-hmm. like i say nobody believed me i don't remember mm-hmm. any of that but i remember i was sleeping over there that night and i couldn't sleep all night because my arm was in absolute agony okay all night so, okay no problem so when you were sleeping couldn't get to sleep basically yeah because i had a fractured arm and nobody took me off <laughs> nobody believed you okay. nobody believed me Sleeping absolute agony um couldn't sleep so and i was away from my mum and i was away from my mum oh, yeah because it was yeah. like one of them riding holidays okay you just wanted to be home really yeah definitely Okay, so um, agony, if we're going to give that a rating, how intense would that be? Oh, like at the time, I, I know that it must have been really bad for me to remember it with the intensity of like a six to this day mm-hmm. when I was 12. But like the, when I think back of it now, I'm not there, I'm not feeling that. But I know that for me to remember it so as much as I did, like I remember that more than I actually remember falling and the actual fall yeah. off the horse. I remember being in them bunk beds with my poor yeah. arm and just wanting me mum and wanting thinking this isn't right, my arm's broken. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. But if you think about it now, you would give it a rating of what? About a six. About a six, okay. So um, that actually tells me it's still there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because because your brain is just didn't even have to think about that, did it? It just you know, came out. It did. It did. Yeah. And then I was uh, surprised at myself actually putting it there. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. So um, what I want to do is just just to sort of show you. So I just want to clear that anyway. So okay. you haven't got any because obviously riding it doesn't matter sort of what age we are. But if we do have a little fall here and there, um, and especially when we hurt ourselves, um, our brain remembers um and that's not great for going forward is it because all of a sudden what tends to happen is uh, as we have these experiences they build up and build up and build up and then eventually we end up being nervous and we're not really sure why we're nervous mm-hmm. um and it's just these obviously yeah so um okay so let's just do this one get this one out of the way um basically what's going to happen is i'm going to say some words in a minute and then i just want you to copy what i say okay so you haven't got to you know write anything down or remember anything so it's dead easy um and then what we do is we follow up the words with an affirmation so um i use two well basically work with two affirmations um so if i tell you what they are Mm -hmm. have a little listen um but don't feel that you have to pick one or the other of them or you know if you don't like what they say or don't but that's absolutely fine. Something else to work with. Okay. Um, so the first one is that's okay because I completely and deeply love and accept myself. It's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is that's okay because I'm a good person. Oh, I like the first one. The first one? Yeah. Okay, perfect. It's good that you can say that about yourself. Um, okay, so you're right, you're left handed. I'm right handed. Okay. So if you get your right hand and pop it on your chest and just rub it round and round as if you're like winding a baby, basically. Sorry, I missed that bit and a call was just coming through that I've just... Oh, got sorry. Sorry, I got so, um, Get my right hand. Yeah, pop it on your chest. Yes. And just rub it round and round. Okay. Okay. And I want you to say, when I think about breaking my arm... When I think about breaking my arm... And being away from home... And being away from home... I was in agony. I was in agony. But that's okay. 
but that's okay. Ah, sorry, I made a mistake. Let's do completely and deeply. So that's okay because I completely and deeply. But that's okay because I completely and deeply love and accept myself. Love and accept myself. So when I think about breaking my arm. So when I think about breaking my arm. And being away from home. And being away from home. And being in agony. And being in agony. That's okay. That's okay. Because I completely and deeply. Because I completely and deeply. Love and accept myself. Love and accept myself. we just do it one more time. So when I think about breaking my arm. When I think about breaking my arm. And being away from home. And being away from home. And being in agony. And being in agony. That's okay. That's okay. Because I completely and deeply. Because I completely and deeply. Love and accept myself. Love and accept myself. Okay. Right. What we need to do now is if you take your first finger on your right hand. Yep. And then pop that at your inner right eyebrow. And then I want you to tap on that quite firmly. And the speed we want to be going is like tap, 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 tap. Okay. okay. And then I want you to keep tapping. But now I want you to jump over to the outside of your eyebrow. Okay. Okay. And then under your eye. Okay. And then under your nose. Uh-huh. And your chin. Mm-hmm. And then the next position we're going to go to is if you take your first and second fingers on your right hand yeah. and then pop them onto your left collarbone. Yeah. And then once they're placed on your collarbone, if you just pull them towards your chin till you come to the end of that left collarbone. Mm-hmm. Then when you're at the end of the collarbone, if you then just go downwards slowly until you come to like a little dip or a little indent. Yeah. Find that? Got it? Okay, perfect. And then with those two fingers, just give it a really good old tap, 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 tap. And then next position is left elbow up. Yeah. Right hand nice and flat. Yeah. Take that right hand. And for want of a better word, I want you to slap your left side on your left rib cage, just where your um, brass strap goes around the yeah. side of you. Yeah. Okay. Next position is left hand out in front of you making a stop sign. Yeah. Take your first finger again on your right hand, mm-hmm. place it at the base of your left thumbnail and give it a good old tap. Okay? Yeah. And then move along to your first finger and tap the base of that fingernail. Yeah. Move along to middle finger, tap the base of that one. Mm-hmm. Miss your ring finger and go to the little finger and tap the base of that one. And then I want you to go back to your ring finger and place that first finger on your right hand actually on that ring finger nail on the left on the left ring uh, ring finger yeah and i want you just to pull that finger all the way up that finger until you keep going about halfway up the back of your left hand and when you reach that halfway point if you just take your first and second fingers and just give it a good old tap yeah and the last one is turn that left hand over keep it nice and flat mm-hmm. get your right hand into a karate chop position and then give it a good old chop, 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 chop. Didn't think you'd be doing this today, did you? (laughs) Okay, brilliant. Okay, so what we're going to do is just look at that little incident again and how you felt about it, and we're just going to see what the intensity is doing now. So one of three things will have happened. One, the intensity is still the same, which is fine. Two, the intensity will have come down a little bit, which is fine. Or three, it's more like you're now sort of standing outside, looking in, watching a video of you being in pain, for want of a better word, 
um, but you don't actually feel any emotional attachment to it anymore. Does that make sense? You yeah. know you were in pain, but you're not feeling it. Yeah. So, um, okay, so just think about sleeping, being away from home, sleeping and having, you know, being in agony. Um, how are we doing with the agony now when we think about it? No, I'm good. Is it, is it gone, do you think? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay, nothing, nothing there at all? No. Good. Okay. Oh, I like your rational brain. It works out really quick. <laughs> So, um, okay, so that's basically what we're going to be doing with everything to clear all the negatives. Yeah, right. you're not in it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And shaky? No, no. Okay, so, okay, so when you think about that incident now, how do you feel about it? Very neutral. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I yeah there's not the and i didn't think that there was that much attachment of feeling there anyway actually. yeah but yeah. I, but it's there is not like there's just yeah it's just like watching it happen and not yeah yeah being more detached from it yeah being detached from it just yeah there's not a feeling attached good so you can see those little ones yeah you didn't, you didn't feel that there was anything really going no, on. no i genuinely there. didn't yeah wow yeah. There, there there was so um and and that's why and that's why i get so many people as well have little falls which aren't anything you know just hop back on no problem at all mm-hmm. but um th- there's normally a few things going on trauma wise so okay um what about witnessing any traumatic falls or anything like that has anything nasty happened to any of your friends or family on that have been riding no, not no, not that I can think of. I've been quite lucky. I've not seen anybody with any bad injuries or any real falling off. Okay. The only person that's fallen off in front of me recently is Amy, but she's so good at falling off that it's just always a little bit of a surprise, and she gets back on smiling and just yeah. clops back on. Yeah, no, nothing like you know, no, 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 nobody's broken any legs or anything like that. No, I've been yeah. quite fortunate. Okay, that's cool. Um, okay, and with regards to this. Um, anxiety that you've got about getting on Cyril do you have any idea where it's come from at all um with Cyril specifically like there's there's anxiety in them there's I think there's like a reason to be cautious um I think it's a lack of confidence in me and perhaps in my own ability and my own quickness okay it's not the same with every horse like if i ride amy you always just mentioned if i ride her ponies like Mm -hmm. there is so that's how i know it's a little bit unreasonable and it's attachment to like getting on the horse now and that's why i was like right you need to address it a little bit because i know her horses are really really safe and there's no anxiety but almost because i've sort of schooled myself to feel anxious for getting on my own horses it's easy to transfer that over a little bit into the whole riding thing in general but Mm -hmm like it's much 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 it's fractional it's like maybe a fleeting thing when i'm about to get on amy's horses but then i'm there with amy and i'm excited i'm riding somebody else's pony i think with my own when i'm like tacking him up and like i said starting thinking about things and obviously because he's a young horse as well um uh, yeah i think it's it's yeah it's it's down to my own i think it maybe lack of self-confidence in my own abilities maybe as well okay what in your riding abilities? yes yeah? yeah okay so when you think about your riding abilities how does it make you feel? Um, like proud of my progress over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. um, but a little bit frustrated that I can't practice more and that I, I don't feel that I'm as quick as I could be. Okay. Quick as in 
yeah as in responsive and understanding like 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 yeah like more practice more practice i want to practice more okay and just don't feel quick quick enough to respond is yes it? yes quick enough to respond okay to the horse yeah and i find that i'm almost i'm definitely worse as well so like i, I bought this horse and i do would like to show it at some point but honestly like even if we just do a pretend show in the ring yeah like, i'm fine on a lesson when my instructor because my instructor feeds me what i need to do with every step of the way mm-hmm. but i struggle when i'm riding on my own to think forward and to plan out what i want to do my mind goes blank quite a lot and and if somebody's watching my mind just it's even worse okay right so mine goes blank and um and I think that's in relation to my riding as well so obviously if I come into a challenging situation you know where somebody would respond quicker and be able to stop that situation from escalating I think maybe I freeze a little bit and everything just goes blank I've found that in competitions as well in the past like if I've just done a bit of low level dressage and there's barely anybody watching I've completely my mind's just gone blank and I've dropped everything okay okay um and this feeling about everybody watching when when people are watching how does that make you feel oh I it's such I can't even it must be such high level anxiety that I'm not even identifying it as as, as anxiety because it's that overwhelming. I cannot think anything. I couldn't okay. describe to you the feeling because I couldn't identify like what I'm feeling at the time because my mind is just so overwhelmed. I can't think anything. Okay. Literally blank is the only way I can put it. So overwhelmed, can't think. Yeah. Freeze? Oh, I think I forget. Yeah, freeze. <laughs> forget. Okay. Um, have you in the past, I mean, even going way back to when you were little, have you ever been in, say, a competition where this has happened to you, where you've frozen and you can't remember? Um, I can't remember any instance from when I was little. No. No, I'm just trying to think or even anything like school. No, that's it. I'm quite confident and I don't mind being like I could public speak and it wouldn't bother me. I'm quite confident in myself in, yeah. in a lot of other ways. I don't know if it's because I'm just trying to think if I'm the same one. And oh, see, if I'm doing something that I'm competent about, because I've done training and stuff, I work in hospitality and things in the past. And so, like, you do demonstrations in front of loads of people. Yeah. Like, so, if I'm competent, I'm not, it must boil down again to my own. I don't feel competent. I wouldn't want somebody mm-hmm. watching me if I couldn't, if, if I'm unsure, of, if I don't look competent while I'm doing it. Nobody wants to be watched, I think, while you're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, so exactly. it must just be relating to the horses and the riding. And again, my confidence, perhaps that I don't feel super confident with the riding mm-hmm. because, like I said, in general, I wouldn't normally be bothered about people watching. I'm attention seeking. Yeah. <laughs> and the riding ability, um, do you know why you feel well? We're saying that you're not you're a bit frustrated, don't feel quick enough um, to respond to the horse. Um, anything else? that you can think of about the riding ability do you feel not good enough this is a quick one does that come in anywhere have you ever felt like that at all riding um i've come back to it as like an adult and i think i've been no i don't feel that i've sort of had that sort of pressure on myself because i've come back Mm. i've come back as a beginner and i've sort of been placed myself in the hands of my instructor and said you do what you need to do and just you know tell me and she's a very you know she's not one of them you're doing this wrong you're doing that wrong either she's yeah. like do everything positively um so 
and and and, not, and for what I've done and for how far I've come in, you know, since starting back as an adult about eighteen months ago after not riding properly really for years, I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually quite proud of my own progress. That's good. Um, good. But I am, but like, but then because I'm not riding much, it's it's catch twenty two. I'm not riding much, so I don't feel like I'm getting better. So I don't feel like I'm responding no. quicker. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Okay. So right. So riding ability frustrated out of ten. How frustrated? Oh, good seven. Okay. Uh, and this intensity intensity of like I can't practice enough. How intense is that? That's like a 10 because then that fuels into again why I can't practice enough in that I'm nervous and not confident to get on so then when I think about my frustration to do with not riding enough to get better it then feeds into the fact that I'm nervous to get on and get better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yep see that um so and um, how nervous would you say you feel a 10 okay and um don't feel quick enough to respond to the horse yes how intense is that? Ben. That was a quick answer. That is my big thing. That is my big thing. Yeah. Okay. And again, do you know where that's come from? Or is that just that's what you just feel as you've um, I feel like I know that it's a thing that I need to work on. I've been told that unless it's not that not that abruptly though, that sounds awful like somebody's turned around and said that to me, but they haven't. But it's just been like you know, like I, I fell off Cyril a couple of weeks ago. Um I just wasn't quick enough to respond. Um, it, that sort of thing and like with my other horse it's like yeah I just wasn't I'm, even just in general like I've asked for the canter and you know like, he wouldn't can straight away and I'm just not quick enough to, I know that that's a thing just mm-hmm. from lessons and stuff and not from negativity but just from it being a constant thing that crops up for me yeah okay no problem um, and then your mind goes so how intense is that how much does your mind go out of 10 not oh, 10 okay right and then with the watching me, people watching me, um, how overwhelmed do you feel when people are watching? So it would depend on the scenario. Like, mm-hmm. but even even at home, no, even at home, if I'm trying to do something, and people, no, I'd say it was a ten. Yeah, I would, I would. Even at home, you know, just in the paddock, people sat watching. If I yeah. realise and I start even just subconsciously start just clocking that that's happening, mm-hmm. everything, yeah, I go blank. Okay, and do you do you feel like they're judging you? Mm. Rationally, I know that they're not, and I'm on. Yeah. I'm not. This is what I mean. This is why I find it so frustrating because I know, I know that they're not, and genuinely, it's like sometimes they're not. It could be the most supportive person in the world, but yeah. I guess if there's two of them sat there, yeah, it, it does. And then I'm thinking, what are they thinking? Yeah, yeah. That's another yeah. thing that I'm not then thinking about. I'm not being present with my horse because then I'm thinking half my mind's on what are they thinking. Yeah, okay. So, you know, it, 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 I know what you mean. Your rational brain is saying they're not judging me. Yeah. They're doing whatever. But you, your brain is saying, oh, I've just got this feeling that they're judging me, you know, and talking about I want to know, but I want to know what they are talking about because they are watching. So they are thinking something. Yeah. Whether they're judging positively exactly. or negatively, they're still judging. They're thinking um, about okay. what they're watching. So yeah, so we're we're just put um, think we'll put think people um, are judging, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. And how intense is that one? Ten. Okay. Um, and back to sort of like I can't think when people are watching you. How intense is that one? Ten. And freeze. 
yeah, 10. Like, my mind goes blank and I could just, you've got to stop because otherwise I'm just dripping rain, not having a clue where I'm going blindly, literally. Yeah. Okay. And forget, how how intensely, intensely do you forget? Oh, I like 10. 10. Okay. No problem. Right. Okay. So we've got some things to work on there. Okay. So have a little think. How are we doing with the watching me, the overwhelm feeling? Yeah, I'm, you know, imagining scenarios in my head where that's happening. Mm-hmm. And no, um, it's just not, it's weird. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not bothering me the same. You know, when you think about it happening. Yeah. Like prior, like, I was thinking like all oh, the emotions sort of are oh, grumbling and how I feel. Whereas now I don't, like you said, it's just, you're watching it, you can still see it sort of happening. But it is like you're removed from it, like you're just seeing it happen and you've not got the emotion attached to that yeah. scenario anymore. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh, what about can't think? No. Think you can? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I'm not preoccupied with what there. Yeah. Definitely. And um, what about freezing? There's no need to if I'm focused on what I'm doing and not distracted. No, exactly. It was my mind skipping off. There was no reason to think that they were... There's no reason to even wonder why what they're saying. Why would I think what they're saying when I should just be focused on what I'm doing? And mm. it was almost like I knew that, but I couldn't sort of do it. Yeah, your rational like brain has clearer now. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely like your rational brain has worked it out, but it yeah. couldn't quite do that before, although it knew it. It knew, it knew. That was why it was so yeah. clear me, because although I knew irrationally, like I say, it was just, it, I don't know, just the wiring, I'm not sure, because it had yeah. been that way for so long. Yeah. Okay. So when you think about people watching you now, how do you feel about that? It doesn't bother me. Perfect. Okay. So let's just go back to Cyril, okay? Yes. So have a little think about getting on Cyril. And how are we doing with the anxious feeling? So normally, like, if you'd have asked me that question, like, the feeling was there, like, literally, like, I thought about riding him and the anxiety was there. Um, there's, a, there's a rationale of being, you know, you need to be careful. It's a young horse and you don't mm-hmm. leave anything to chance. But then there was the out of control. I'm just scared for the sake of being, not for the sake of being scared, but, yeah, I'm just the thought of it literally you could have said what's the thought of you riding Cyril and I'd have got that feeling that anxiety whereas Mm -hmm. when you say what's the thought there isn't I don't there's not that anxiety there there's the yeah you you, do you know what I mean you you need to be safe because it's a young horse but that feels much more rationalized in in control you're more in control of your emotions yes like I'm not feeling anxious just at the thought when you ask me how does it feel when you ride him and I'm thinking those exact thoughts whereas like I say 45 minutes ago I'd have felt anxious thinking about it I've not got that anxiety thinking about it now all it is is no I don't feel anxious but I'm aware that I just still need to be sensible which is a wise thing to be isn't it yeah yeah no definitely but much more positively framed okay because that was an eight so that's cool that that's gone yeah um and what about the sick feeling how are we doing with that oh no 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 brilliant that was an eight as well so that's gone um panicky no i'm all right yeah that was a six and what about your heart racing 
I don't think, yeah. Um, I'm just, like I said, I thought arriving on. Like, I just felt everything's just been, just, yeah, just. <laughs> Put it into perspective. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But it's just not the same. It's just, yeah, just, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I'm not giggling. It's just, it's just such a brilliant thing. Do you know what I mean? When, it when... really is. It really. And like, I've had dabbles in and out in the past with different things, and it's like, and I know for a fact, I know people. Some people are skeptical, and yeah. but it is one of the things. Unless you felt it, or I felt that difference. And like I said, just over the coming few weeks, with Cyril, I knew I can rationalise that stuff out, like we just spoke through. Yeah. But it just doesn't change the emotion that you have attached to it, and it's just yeah. the weirdest thing. It is the weirdest thing, but. And a lot of people, and I just think, God, you're doing yourselves a disservice by being sceptical about it. Give mm. it a try, because when you're in that situation, it's like, you know, it's, ra- it's irrational anyway. Your rational brain is working. That is yeah. something else that just needs just a little bit of, but let's just look exactly. at this and just get it lined up properly again. Definitely. And people that are, like, petrified, of, you know, they've had falls and they're petrified of getting on their horses. And, and of course, you need a coach on the ground as well. But yes. ideally, if you can do this first, you clear everything. Mm-hmm. So then you've got the tools on the ground to, to you know, to go on. And it, But you see, if you don't clear the, the emotional, mental trauma, yeah. it's just like banging your head against a brick wall. But so good. Good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. No, thank you so much. I really, <laughs> really enjoyed it. That was fabulous. We, we chatted a little bit about EFT I think it's really helpful and I think a lot of the problems other people have got um do you know what I mean it's dead relevant mm. and they'd be interested how can people get hold of you you know if they want you know you do online coaching just give us a little bit of a, uh, what your business name is and how they can contact you okay so the best way to contact me actually is through Facebook and mm-hmm. if people just type in equine consulting clinic I come up on there um and I basically work with people two ways um can be telephone like we're doing Mm-hmm. um or by zoom um because it just depends some people like a face-to-face which is fair enough yeah um, but both way as you've experienced today mm-hmm. both ways work you know effectively anyway yeah um, and i also do children so if there are any parents struggling with children um mm-hmm. that have had traumas then i've worked a lot with children um and it works brilliant for kids because it's just so easy isn't it so um and i think it's you giving them like something that's in their toolkit for life Absolutely. This. Definitely. Absolutely. I think it's such a big thing. I think it should be given to kids in school. It should be taught. Oh, that's to kids exactly in my thoughts. I always used to think of that because I just thought, you know, life, we have so much stress in our lives um, and, you know, traumas as well. And we all have traumas going on. Um, and this is just a really good tool for that. And, you know, and if you have a particular stressful day, you can come home, you can do a bit of EFT and just bring it right down. So it never gets to the point that it's built up. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's what the great thing is, really, is just it's a sort of self, you know, help tool, basically, once you've uh, cleared everything. So, but yeah, no, love it. Love my job. Best thing ever. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. No. Do you find that sort of doing it yourself, you were coming along with me sort of through all that. I could hear you doing the tapping as well. Yeah. Does that, yeah. do you know, it's like conscious, subconscious thoughts. The brain doesn't know Absolutely. the difference. It must bring you up as well. It must be, it must be. Absolutely. Nice. Definitely. I mean, you know, um, I've been doing this now, well, about 15 years now, but, but really concentrating on, on the horse side, probably for the last sort of four or five years. But mm-hmm. yeah, I always do EFT myself because it, clears it clears my you know uh, problems if I should have any going on but I just feel very much more at 
in the now. Do you know what I mean? You can, yeah, you're not too far forward. You're not living in the past. You're just in the now. And that way you're, you're not so stressed, are you? Yeah. So, so I definitely do it. Yeah, definitely do it. Thank you so much, Kerry. No problem. You take care. You too. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Sam. Bye. 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 A massive thank you to Kerry Campbell there from the Equine Consulting Clinic for a really brilliant, informative interview that we hope you guys enjoyed as much as we did. We're on to your favourite part of the show now, which is the social media shout-outs. First up, as always, we're going to start with Instagram. We would like to say a massive hello to Penny Clark Side Saddle, Portly Bincombe. Do give Portly a follow. She's also on Facebook, Bincombe Show Team, Samantha Osborne Equestrian, Debbie Har 83 and Jake the Gypsy Cob. Abby and Just Jake. Hi guys, how are you? We just want to say hello to some of our newer followers. Thank you very much, guys, for adding us. We love keeping up to date with what you are up to on social media. We've got Damhead Sports Horses, The Hairy Hunter, H.E. Quain and Jessica Gibson. Hope that you guys are all good. Erin SJ Eventing, Juno The American Paint, DP Sports Psychology, Kazloo, Too Old to Fall Off, Clip Clop Lollipop and The Galloping Grandad. Hi guys, thank you very much for the like and the follow. And also, if you haven't checked out Equi Pro Show, do check them out on Instagram today. So now we're moving over to Digital Horse. We also want to say a big hello to Isabella Edwards. If you aren't on Digital Horse yet, please do head over. It is Facebook for Horses and it is such a friendly community. We're going to move swiftly on to Facebook now. Hi, Sam Henderson, Hannah Watson. Guys, thank you so much for liking and sharing everything that we do on Facebook. We love following you on here and keeping up to date and getting involved with what you guys are up to. So a big hello. To, we want to say hello to Akeisha Wilkinson, Kerry Lou Dawson-Bell, Beth Jones and Dan AP. So Samantha Osborne, hi Samantha. She's also on Facebook, so do head over and give her a like and a follow. We absolutely love keeping up to date with what you guys are getting on with. Chloe B, thank you so much for following us. We absolutely love seeing what you and Lolly are up to. Yvonne Maudsley and Lanise and for all your support. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and we'll speak to you next time. If anybody has got a social media shout out for the show, please do let us know. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got any personalised message or want to send us your own shout out, just send us a direct message. Until next social media shout outs, have fun and keep tagging us in on Instagram and Facebook. We hope that you enjoyed episode 15. Join us next fortnight for some new interesting guests on the show. As we keep saying, we want you guys to get involved. Whether you can recommend somebody to come on the show or if you want to come on the show yourself, we're always looking for equestrian businesses, equestrian professionals and, of course, everyday equestrians. We'd just like to hear what you guys get up to. We've got our brand ambassador search and we're going to be making an announcement on the next show. We've picked the first five and we're really excited to tell you about them. Until next fortnight, stay safe and don't forget to hashtag the Horsefeed UK in all your Instagram posts. Hello, baby. A big thank you to Samantha Osborne for entering our cover star competition. As you will see, her horse, Stilo Blue Native, is now the cover star of the Horsefeed UK. You can enter our Christmas cover star competition over at the website. There's some great prizes to be won, so don't forget to check that out at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk.